So the story is a little bit different. In this story, the delivery driver is the creep. For quick background info, I was 12 years old when this occurred. I'm 14 now. I have two younger brothers. For the sake of this story, we'll call them Dylan and Tyler. They share a room on the second floor and the room is at the front of the house with a balcony door facing the street. Straight behind their room is a hallway and my room is on the left of that hallway if you're looking from the front of the house. There's two windows facing the side of my house in my room. At the time of this story, I was in my brother's room watching Tyler play a video game. I think it was Cuphead. This will be important later. This took place in mid-July of 2019. It was nearing the end of the day. I and my mom had decided to order in for herself and my dad. Nothing out of the ordinary, right? Well, about 10 minutes later, my mom randomly starts walking in my brother's room and looking at the shutters on the door. Me and my brothers don't really pay any attention until we notice she keeps doing it and she looks much more nervous than normal. My brothers ask what's wrong and my mom surprisingly and she tells us that the delivery driver was sending her really weird messages such as, God is coming. He will come for all who don't believe. Believe and he'll bring you to paradise. Tyler was starting to get nervous but I was much more confused than anything. But that confusion turned to fear as not even three minutes later this delivery driver was right outside our house, empty-handed, screaming and laughing, obviously high off his mind. At this point, Tyler was nearly in tears, and I was absolutely horrified, but I didn't do anything. I couldn't do anything. But as quickly as he came, he was gone. My mom filed a complaint with both the restaurant and the delivery service, and the next day she was notified that he had been terminated. That in and of itself wouldn't be that bad, but it gets worse. Now for this next part. I can confirm that these two events were related, but the timing suggests it was. The day my mom was notified of the delivery driver's termination went on like normal, and around 10.30pm, I was the only person awake. This was pretty customary. My brothers liked going to bed early, and I think my parents were asleep, but I can't be sure. Anyways, around that time, I noticed out my window the motion light turn on. At first I thought it was the neighbors, but I realized soon that it was ours. And the thing about our motion sensor light is that something pretty noticeable has to trigger it. Something like a mouse won't. I looked outside and I didn't see anything until I looked to my right, just out of the light's radius. That's when I noticed something. Someone. Then I realized, someone is in my backyard and I'm the only one awake. It didn't even occur to me that I could wake up my parents, but instead, I dug down under the window, praying whoever was out there didn't see me. I'm honestly astounded that 12-year-old me didn't even scream, but I think he noticed me because when I checked again about 5 minutes later, he was gone. I'm 99% sure that it was the same guy and he was either scouting out the place or trying to scare us. But thankfully, nothing else happened after that. I only remembered this recently because my mom brought it up and all of the memories of it came flooding back. So to the crazy high screaming delivery driver that I'm nearly positive was trying to break in. 
Stay the fuck away from me and my family. This happened during autumn of 2013. I was working as a delivery boy for a pizza place. I lived in southern Ontario, in a fairly modestly sized city. I was doing what was possibly the longest drive that I'd ever taken for a delivery. It was in the middle of a forested area, about 25 minutes away from the place I worked at. The place that I worked for is on the outskirts of the city, so it wasn't really unusual for us to get rural deliveries. When I finally pulled up to the address in question, it was an old disheveled dilapidated house, totally surrounded by forest. I called on my boss and I asked him twice just to make sure this is the correct address. I could tell he was in a crappy mood, so I didn't want to bother him any further. I just took a deep breath and then walked to the front door of the house. There was no doorbell, so I decided to knock loudly just to make sure that the residents heard me. No response. I waited for about a minute before knocking again, saying that I was the pizza guy. Still no response. As I began to turn around to get back to my car, I saw a pair of eyes from an open window, staring intently and directly at me. After about five seconds of that person staring at me so eerily, I just dropped the pizza and ran back to my car. The damn thing wouldn't turn on until I turned my keys for the third time. I didn't get too far away from the house when the car then began jolting. Then an awful screeching sound started, forcing me to stop the car. When I got out and looked at my tires, my blood froze. Just what I had feared, all four of the tires were slashed. I thought to myself, who the fuck did this? I mean, I saw that person in the window while I was at the front door. I then went back to my car and called the emergency services. I explained my situation to them to the best of my ability. The operator then told me that the police would be there in about half an hour. I then asked her if it would be best to stay in the car or run away. She said that it would probably be best to stay in my car. I waited anxiously for the police to arrive while I was still on the line with the operator. What happened next? utterly broke me, and I truly hope that nobody else ever has to experience this level of fear. While I was examining my surroundings, I looked in the overhead mirror and I saw that same person before that was in the open window, right in the middle of the road behind my car. I could tell now that it was a man, eyes open even wider than before. Then I could ever so slightly see a demented smile then spread across his face. I just swung open the door and fled into the woods, not giving a second crap about me and my life. I ran until I was nearly out of breath, then hid behind a log and some shrubs. I waited for what felt like an hour until I finally heard a siren wailing in the distance. I gathered all the stamina I had left and ran back to my car. By the time I got back, police were inspecting my car. I ran to them shouting for help like a lunatic. I fell to the ground and then coughed from running so much. Two officers then picked me up and questioned me. I told them the situation, and they sent most of the officers in the house, but one stayed with me for company. Eventually, the officers came out with a knife, obviously the one used to slash my tires. One officer said that it was probably some sick insane couple who did this, given that I saw the man. Unfortunately, they were never found, and that still really pains me to this day. I obviously quit my job right after that, 
and I began working in a department store in the city. But I'll never forget the look on that man's face when he stared at my car in the pitch black darkness. Hello, before I start this story, I want to give you a backstory real quick. I'm an 18-year-old female living in Mesa, Arizona. I had started door dashing to make some extra money, as working a hostess really wasn't paying the bills like it used to. My little sister who's 16 and my mom and I had just moved down here from Phoenix, so this is somewhat of a different area to door dash in than I'm used to. We started off doing a couple of runs around the area until I got a ping that I have a new order. It was for Little Caesars. I pulled up the map and I headed that way. When we arrived, I had sent in my sister to get the order. While she was in there, I was looking around the parking lot. It was pinch black outside, other than my headlights and the store sign. I noticed a white jeep and a few teenage guys getting inside of it. I didn't pay much attention afterwards. When my sister got back in the car with the order, I proceeded to the delivery address, with my sister talking to me and music blaring. I pulled into the neighborhood that the map took me to. I then turned on the music to look for the house. We stopped in the middle of the street in front of the house, not realizing that a guy was coming to my door. Now, he didn't say anything at first. I said, Did you order DoorDash? And he said, Yeah, with a little hesitation. I looked behind him, and I saw that there were two other guys heading towards my driver's side door as well. I didn't notice that they had just pulled into the driveway, and they were driving a white jeep. Before I go any further, my boyfriend has a switchblade knife that he always carries around, so I automatically know the sound of it being opened and closed. After he said yes, I noticed that he got closer to my window, and I was looking at my phone, about to ask him what the name for it was. And when I looked back at him, he was fiddling in his pocket on his right side. He kept looking back and nudging his head forward, kind of an emotion like, come here, to the other guys. All of a sudden, when I was about to roll my window down to give him his order, I heard the click, and that's when my brain just pieced it all together. He gave me a weird look, and I said, you know what, fuck this. And I rolled up my window to where there was about an inch until it was closed, and then locked all the doors and took off. I didn't hear anything from them. They didn't yell out for us. I was really freaking out and my sister didn't know why I pulled off like that. I explained to her what I heard and then she pasted it all together as well. When I turned off their street, they then called me and said, Yeah, this is Mario. And I said, Yeah, are you the guy I just talked to? And he said, Yeah. And then I asked him why I heard a switchblade go off in his pocket, but he ignored the question. I asked him again, and it sounded like he was rushing to get into a car. I then pulled off into a curb, and I told him where he could pick up his food, and then hung up. We sat at the other end of the street for ten minutes, and when we went back, the food was still there. We picked up the food again, and I was just going to call DoorDash and tell them what happened, and ask that they get a refund until I saw the teenagers pass by and look straight at me and stop the car. I turned super quickly in the other direction and I saw one of them get out of the car, then jump back in, and they then turned around and started following us. Now, I'm a crazy driver in general, but when someone's following me, my fight or flight kicked in and I lost them pretty quickly. 
I called DoorDash and explained to them what happened and made a report. I don't know what those teenagers were up to, but as a female out at night with her little sister, I was terrified. Not just for me, but for my sister. Some of you may think that I was being overdramatic, and maybe they did just want their food, but if you were in my situation, what else could you really do? It was my safety and my sister's. I called up my boyfriend and told him everything that happened, and I couldn't stop shaking for the rest of the drive home. I couldn't ever figure out why they were at Little Caesars and got there before us. I know it was them who was there. Maybe they were following me back. Maybe not. I guess I'll never know. On the other hand, though, I didn't call the cops. There probably wasn't much they could have done anyways, except for file report. But let's just say... I'll never door dash in that area again. Hey everyone, I want to take a small break from the scary stories to thank today's sponsor, The Wondery Network. Most of us have accepted that celebrities and stars live by a different set of rules, more relaxed rules. At times, they even seem to get away with murder, and some literally have. On the Badlands podcast, listen to the real-life stories of A-listers whose crimes and career lows are as unbelievable as some of their film's plot twists. This season, they look at Heath Ledger's spiral into darkness and his final days. They'll also cover Brittany Murphy's mysterious, unusual death and Jack Nicholson's proclivity to fits of rage. Or did you know that America's dad, Tim Allen, the man who played Santa Claus, got his comedy start in a Minnesota prison? For all that and more, listen to Badlands, a true crime podcast that dives deep into the stories of the famous at their most infamous. I personally really like true crime, and I think the fact that they have a podcast that's all about celebrities' dark pasts is really interesting, and I definitely think it's worth checking out. You're going to love Badlands as much as I do. Get new episodes every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Or binge all of Season 3 ad-free right now, only on Amazon Music. Alright everyone, let's get back into the stories. So I just moved to California about four months ago, and everything's been pretty much a dry run for the worst. My car got rear-ended. My living situation absolutely sucks, and I'm now more broke than I've ever been in my life. I've also had some pretty creepy experiences out here that have definitely forced me to be more on my guard. I come from a small town where you can walk the streets at 2 in the morning and arrive home in one piece, but I now live in a really large part of LA where you have to keep your eyes peeled 24-7. It also doesn't really help that I watch a lot of crime shows and have now become terrified to leave my apartment after these following events. The first happened to my rental car that I was given due to my car accident. I was a full-time DoorDash driver trying to make ends meet in an attempt to squirrel away some cash as I knew I'd be relying on lift rides and would need basic things such as groceries when my time with the rental eventually ran out. My DoorDash shifts typically ran from early in the morning to late in the evening as LA gas prices and the fancy grocery rates aren't going to pay for themselves. All of that along with my rent to my crazy roommate. Anyway, fast forward 
and I dragged myself and my silver Sentra to a grocery store that wasn't too far away from my complex. The incident was short, simple, and very common. I was pulling into a space at the same time as another car. It was a larger tan SUV. At first, I didn't really get a good look at the people inside the vehicle, and without thinking of any circumstance, I pulled in. Now in hindsight, I probably should have submitted and just given the spot to them. However, it was a really long shift, I was tired, and the spot was really close to the grocery's doors. It was dark outside after all, and I figured the shorter walk would be safer. Now, to this day, I can't tell you what possessed me to stay put. Normally, I would have gotten out and just put my headphones in without thinking, but this time, something stopped me. I looked back and I noticed the car had parked diagonally behind me. I could easily look back from the driver's side window and see them, and they pulled in so their faces were towards me. There were two very oversized men in baseball caps, just looking at me. There was something in the stair that kept me locked solid in the vehicle. I locked all my doors and kept looking back every so often. They kept their eyes glued on my every move. I felt a terrible feeling wash over me as I then put the car in reverse and exited the lot. Not much of a story, I know, but I really do wonder what the two large men would want with a five foot three petite woman like myself. The worst part of the story is that I really believe I saw the same men in a different parking lot just a few days later. They were parked already and took no note of me as I luckily sped off into the night. Fast forward two weeks and I'm back at Enterprise. Well, it's the day I have to give the car back and I'm dreading it. I should also mention that I really don't know anyone in the state of California and I'm 2,000 miles away from my hometown. I knew that I'd be stranded at home from then on out until I found a car. Sitting at home without any weed can really be a major crisis in a time like this. The one lucky part of this story is there happens to be a dispensary about three minutes away from my complex. Well, I decided to take one for the team and walk there. I just head to toe, covering my skin. I also made sure to leave early so that there would be more people around. I even had a friend from home on the phone with me the entire time. Unfortunately for me though, this plan fell flat on its face. I walked one minute down the road to a gas station, and when I paused at the crosswalk, a dirty looking man in a white truck made eye contact with me. His windows were rolled down, and he was paused at the stoplight. This is another time where I can be thankful for my intuition, as I just felt something wasn't right about that look in his eye. I stayed out until he drove out of sight and then made my way, passing the crosswalk. I realized that the man had doubled back and followed me by truck. He made a U-turn and everything. His eyes were still attached to me as I ran back towards the busy gas station and through the busy crosswalk. To my amazement, he turned around yet again, just as I had. He passed me, but not before making that same eye contact with me again as he drove off. This time I stayed put and called for an Uber. Sometimes it's just more worth it to shell out the extra six bucks. Overall, the time here's been pretty rough, and I really wouldn't recommend moving to the state unless you have people you know here and a good place to live. Please stay safe out there.